Welcome back to Trip Talk Tech. We got a super dope show for y'all today. We're going to be talking competitive cheering, the benefits for the athletes participating in the sports, and how this sport can actually help develop your child. We're going to get to talk that with our honored guest for the day. Please help me welcome to the show the CEOs of Extreme Chair Magic. We got Portia, Sonia, and Amanda. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show, y'all. Thanks appreciate for having us. Appreciate y'all. Matt, first of all, I appreciate y'all inviting me to this wonderful facility. It just looks amazing in here. I walked in, everybody jumping around and flipping and tumbling, <laughs> and it was hot. Um, but, I mean, it, it smells like what y'all supposed to be doing in here, so I just appreciate that, and, and just thanks for the invite, guys. You're welcome. I guess with that being said, let's just jump right in. What the heck is cheer, competitive cheer? I gotta ask. It's a sport. It's a sport. Competitive cheer is a sport. It's a sport. So what made you guys decide that, you know, you would give your time or give your community, you know, access to this sport and, and, and basically build this, this facility? Well, what made me want to do it is what cheer, what cheer did for me. So when I was younger, I cheered in high school. And it was, it was my motivation, like it kept me going. It made me concentrate a little more on my studies so that I could participate. It made me accountable and then it challenged me. So it did, it did a lot of like accountability stuff, like, you know, pushing myself to heights that I never thought I could go to with my body, with my mind, like how mental it was, like conquering when you finally get it, that feeling. So I was like, you know, I want to do that for some other children. I want to bring it to the community so that we can be a resource to some of the other parents because we're all moms and all of our children cheer too. We loved what it did for our children when we first put it in. And then when we started to really, really love it and get into the dynamics of it, that's what made us say, hey, you know, we can do this. We love this. We're up late at night watching YouTubes and studying and reading papers and trying to yeah. figure out how to make it better. And it's just everything. Like, cheer is life. Once you really get into it, it really becomes life. Okay. So, yeah. Now, what benefits or, or developments have you seen over the years, um, you know, these kids go through through your, your competitive cheering program? Well, the benefits definitely one is building confidence, self-confidence. We have a lot of kids that come in and they their confidence is not there. Some of them may have been bullied. So coming here on the team, everybody pushes everybody. Um, no one is ostracized. Everybody loves them. They push you to do more. So you're getting that. You're getting your self-esteem. You're getting your confidence. Um, when we go to competitions, they're able to communicate better with other teammates, show that sportsmanship. So if somebody's doing something better than you, you don't look at it as, oh my God, they're better than me. They're like, wow, that was amazing. How did you get that skill? What can I do to get my skills up? So it's more of a competitive, it's a, everybody's together. It's a organization, it's the organization of cheer. We're all together. We compete, but at the end of the day, we're all together. So they're getting that, they're getting that family, that community. Family. Yes. Now at, at Trip Talk Tech, we, we really get heavy on just the mental wellness side of things, right? Um, and I, I'm hearing that <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that a lot in, in the answers, really, it, it, as far as you know the self-esteem, the bullying, overcoming bullying. I know that's a huge topic for a lot of the kids. Um, again, where do you see yourselves in helping in that effort? And I'm hearing it in your in your in your uh, answers, but maybe more detail, how do you see it for the parents out there watching, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, how do I help my kid 
that's being bullied or is this program really going to help or is this just he's good while he's in there then when he leaves out it, it kind of goes back all right so of course they passed it to me <laughs> so as far as the mental health side of it um we mentor these kids on and off the mat but their parents also know that they can come to us if there's anything but we also sometimes have to teach the parents like you might not realize what you're doing but sometimes their first bully is at home so you have to watch and we do we have to catch ourselves we have to check each other sometimes we have to watch what we say to our kids in private or in front of other people so on top of staying on top of them in here and letting them know okay communication is like the biggest thing if there's something going on we'd rather you bring it to us if you don't feel comfortable at home bring it to us we're here we're gonna sit down we're gonna come together figure out a game plan do whatever needs to be done if we need to show up at your school we're gonna show up at your school they're gonna know it's not just we our biggest thing is there's a village yes we all grew up with one we keep it going one thing you mentioned um it is with the, um, the the parent side of it, uh, the communication. We actually have been doing a, a sports piece on sports parenting, and I think that part is very important because I think a lot of times we want so much for our kids, we don't realize we're doing what you just said, right? You, yep. Sometimes we might be the problem. Yep. Thinking we're the solution, right? And we we say it a lot of times. It's really like you can push them to be the best them but it's how you push them mm -hmm. it's how you talk to them mm -hmm. it's how you carry them if they mess up mm -hmm. are you being supportive and then saying okay this is what you did wrong now let's figure out how we can fix it mm -hmm. and that's in all aspects of everything because if the communication is horrible everywhere else when they get in here as soon as they make a mistake and I mean my daughter has she has anxiety bad. Okay. So she makes a mistake and it's not because anybody tells her, oh, you did it. It's more of like a, <sighs> and so we have to bring her in. Mm -hmm. Like with a lot of the kids, but I can use mine as an example, you know? So once they get to that point, you start to see it, mm -hmm. then you have to address it right then and there because sometimes they're not going to tell us Absolutely. as parents or as coaches. They're not going to tell us, but we have to pay attention. Yeah. All right, so now I got to dig into this side <laughs> of it, right? <laughs> so how do you, I guess you know what's enough because again, I'm sure it's every day you're, you're not being able to hold back that, you know, competitive spirit like you guys talk about. We're competing. All right, I might have did that. How, is it we go back and self-correct? Is it, you know, just again, it's an open communication line. Can the kids come and say, hey, I didn't like how you said that to me? Yeah. Then, yes, it's an open door policy, pretty much. We know all of our kids and everybody's an individual. So we know how to pretty much correct a certain kid a certain way mm -hmm. you know some people like the constructive criticism mm -hmm. some people you have to do the positive like um, I see you did wonderful in your stunt so let's work on your tumbling and that's because they may not have great tumbling but they can't take oh your tumbling is not that good but they're great at stunning so you focus on something positive and that gets them going to do other things that they're not that great at cool. so you can do the positive reinforcement some kids are great on constructive criticism you know, tell me what I did wrong. What can I do to make it better? And it's just learning your kids and also learning the parents because the parents are learning as well, too. They're at home pushing their kids like, but what can I do to so they can get on a different level? What can I do? What can I do? In the meantime, they're at home damaging their kid. Gotcha. So, you know, like right you now we have kids. You can come in the gym mm -hmm. anytime to practice on anything, even if it's not involved with cheer, you know. 
sleeping, relaxing, puzzles. It's just oh, a safe haven. We call it Shangri-La. Yes. This is Shangri-La. Yeah. All right, y'all got to translate. What the heck Shangri-La. is Shangri-La? It's the most magical place on Earth. So That sounds like Disney World. What are you talking about? <laughs> so that's what they thought. They thought it was Disney. It was Shangri-La. Nah, nah, nah. All right. So it's a very magical that. place. Like with me, I always think about it as the more positive deposits you make. When it's time for you to come to the child and hold them accountable, then you can make, then you can withdraw something because you've already put so much in. Mm -hmm. So now Agreed. you can hold them accountable. Like then we go over this yep. over and over again and you don't really have to shun them. You can just say, you know, this is what you have to do because you didn't do. So a lot of times we say, you know, hit it now or do 15. Yeah. You know, like just when it comes to like doing a routine, because we've already stopped, broke it down and done it over and over again. At this point, you're just not doing it it's and you're choosing focus. not to. You, you, you're pushing forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 20 percent physical. It's 20 percent physical. It's 80 percent mental. Now, hold on. Hold on. Now, you say that and I'm sorry to cut you off, but basketball, we taught the same thing. Yeah. It's a sport. It absolutely is. is. a sport. It's a sport. All right, I just wanted y'all to define that it was okay. a sport. Okay, I, that was a setup. I threw you a LeBron alley-oop from here. Y'all should be thanking me. Even with our parents, like, you know, building that trust with our kids, like, they can come to us, they can talk to us about things, but it's like, if it's very, very concerning and their parents need to know, we'll bridge the gap and we can all sit down and talk to your parents together. That way it's not like, oh, we're going to keep something away from you that you should know about your child because they came to me and talked to me and I don't want to lose their trust. So from the bottom, we build that and let the kids know, you know, when we have your best interests at heart, we can't let you fail. You know, you'll hate me before I let you fail and then you'll love me later. But I'm willing to gamble that so that you can be the greatest you that you can be. And I'm going to be a resource to your parents. We moms, we got to stick together. So to your point, you guys, you guys are raising the village here. It sounds like it. It's consistent through all of your answers. So, all right, let's switch it up a little bit. When I hear competitive cheering, right, I can't lie. I'm thinking girl sport all the way, right? Okay. However, however, I stand corrected when I walked in the door. I seen a couple of dudes and I seen my man, he, he kicked it. I mean, he was flipping and ripping and I'm looking at his body. He cut up like a bag of dope. So it's, it's not that he's not in shape. You know what I'm saying? It's not that he looks like an athlete. Like he even plays other sports. So I guess the question is, what would you say to the people out there? Um, the young people that, that might be boys and like, I don't know, I might want to do it, but no, nah, that's not a, a, a boy sport or to that, that might come and, you know, yeah. hey, my son comes to me and yeah. say, I want to cheer. And I'm like, look, play football or do this. You know, what, what would you guys say to, to maybe, you know, allow that kid that, hey, it's nothing wrong that he want to cheer? Well, I have two sons that are in competitive cheerleading. You know, I asked them to come to help out the team because they love to tumble and they were physically strong. So they came at first, they were like, man, that's going to be easy. They say they'd rather go to football practice any day <laughs> than to come to cheerleading practice. And this was last year. Oh, man, and you didn't got your son 20 extra laps at practice this I, year. You know I mean, that, their right? coaches support them. Their football <laughs> right, coaches support them. Their that's wrestling coaches support them because it is a sport. They're building, they're building stamina in here. Core muscles, I your can just see. Core muscles, stamina. You have two minutes and 30 seconds where you're constantly moving. You don't have a somebody coaches saying time out. You don't have that 20 second huddle. You don't have that slow dribble down the court because your team tired. You know my point guard, I'm gonna give you that extra time to breathe. 
No, sir. You got to hit your flip and put this girl up in the air and catch her. Put her down. Hit your everything. Yeah, I, I saw you that. You can die at two thirty-one. <laughs> I almost died recording today, so yeah, so, I get it. I get I it. Mean, it is definitely not a sport for the weak guys. Strong guys, mentally strong guys, can do this. Not every athlete, male athlete, can do this. No. We've had we've had football players come in oh. and train with us for like tumbling, and these guys can come in here and do a whole bunch of push-ups. Can't do a cartwheel. Too they big. can't. They, they just can't, they don't know how to move. They just don't know how to manipulate their body that way. They can't do like the stretches and stuff. Like this stuff helps them with their muscles and their limbs that they don't really use. The range of motion. The range of, yeah. Running football, track. And that 230, like when they running for two minutes and 30 seconds, you know, when they looking like, oh, I just got running around this little floor. When you running around here nonstop, two minutes and 30 seconds, and then going straight the lines, two more and 30. It's like, can you handle 230? It's a lot of big like, athletes oh, can that can't handle so 230. Can so, so yeah. what y'all trying to say is, y'all in better shape than me. They are. They are. They are. All right, I ain't even going. I'm not even. They fought flip 20 times for the camera, so I'm not even going to fight that way because I'd have quit on the well second. Too. So, my, like I said, my boys came in thinking it was a girly sport. Mm -hmm. Mentally, you know, when they went to the big competition, it's like, Okay. What we gotta do again? One chance. Spotlights. Everybody's looking at you. One chance. Not four quarters. Not what? Fifteen minutes in a quarter. Now that's a, a good point. What you're saying, right? One chance. That's that one chance, one light, one opportunity. Gotta get it perfect. Gotta get it right. Did you see that translate over into the other sports? Absolutely. Like football, like basketball, because obviously that gets you way focused to, okay. all right, two minutes left in the game, coach, give me the rock. Well, my sons play football like it's two minutes every time they get out on their play. Absolutely. Two minute warning every time. It's all or nothing. Right. Wrestling. You got nothing. It's nine seconds left. You got to take them down. Yeah. Track. You got to get there before the next guy get there. You only get one chance. Yeah. Yeah. So uh -huh. absolutely. And then it's a, it's a team. It's team. So once you do cross that finish line, mm -hmm. and your teammate or somebody else might come in behind you, mm -hmm. you're giving them high fives and telling them good job as well. Yep. You know what the funniest thing that I've seen though, like with the guys. So the guys have pure strength, right? They come in and they know they can lift her. They know like when they're doing stunts, they know they can lift her. The funny part is when you know you can go over and you can pick your fly up by yourself and you can do it. When it's time for you to do a stunt and you have to dip her and you just go to muscle it and it does not go, you pull your it won't go. No, it oh. just don't, it won't it go. go. You know why? Because everybody got to dip at the same time. Everybody got to lift at the same time for her to get so upright. So you can't be a one man show. You can't be a one man no. show. You got, it's teamwork. And it's like it's like a well-oiled machine. If you don't put, you take one of your, uh, one of the pieces out of your watch, it's not going to give you time. It's like they all have to work together. It has to turn together. Your they gotta, absolutely, and no absolutely. They when they but when they first find that out, when the guys first find that out, it's it's a nice it's a nice little show. Oh, they be ready nice. to go with the girls. Like, come on, we gotta do this. We gotta again. do it again because uh oh, we gotta do this again. We gonna get this today. Yeah. All right. I think that question turned on me, guys. Yeah. Let's try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get turned on me real honest, quick. Yeah. It's like then they be like, oh, they're there because you know it's it's high school. You got you can do chill way up until nineteen now, nineteen twenty. Yeah. So some be like, oh, you in there because you with the girls, you know? I ain't worried about her. 
She ain't hit her stunt. Right. <laughs> so it's like they they not in there for the girls. They there because they're competitive. So yeah, she didn't hit her stunt. She looked good, but she not hitting that stunt. I'm still working on my son. <laughs> He's not hearing it. He's like, if it's not basketball, I don't want it. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can relate until the day. Until the day, I can relate. But my nephew wanted to do it, and he came in, and when he got in, he was like, like, oh no, it's too much. It was really too much. They tap out. I, I swear we need to get the guys. Hey guys, I think they trying to challenge us here. Listen, we'll open the gym up. We will open the gym up for guys to come in. Get up to Baltimore. I need y'all to help me out here. They are calling us out. They calling us out. We even have different teams everywhere. So. All right, this question has gone way too long. I'm going to my next one because they are calling us out. Come to Baltimore, y'all. I need y'all help. All right. You guys mentioned before the interview that you guys coached in high school, uh, high school sports. And my question to you is, is this a sport that can help an athlete get a scholarship? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. You, you can get, get scholarships scholarship. all around the board for cheer. Wow. Yes. Now, I ain't going to lie, be it, you know, when, when I heard, you know, y'all gave me the invite to come up, I had to do some research because, again, I didn't know nothing. I'm glad you did. Thank but, you. I saw the NCAA championships, like everybody, that's a big deal, huh? Oh, I did yes. not know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like, oh, yeah. is it Florida? Where, where did they Florida. go? Florida. 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 Oh, yeah, see, it? see? Absolutely. So I watched it, and it was like these girls was crying, yeah. and they, they had them. So oh, it's serious. And you get, again, and they and said the same thing you guys in. said. You get one chance. Yeah. You get that one chance. They, they kept saying that, and, and I think even the preparation, is because it's like, on concrete and they just lay like a little yeah, rubber they mat, lay the out. mat right down on it and that's it yeah. they get it i can say like when we're in here a lot of times they get a little bit more cushion because we have yeah, yeah we, have we have a spring floor i want to take it up. so I they are they are pretty spoiled and then when we go for warm-ups at the competitions they're not on a spring floor so and then the it's like it's not bouncing like it was. Huh? Those nerves, <laughs> those nerves start to set in. It's not. I don't even. They can do it. And they know they can do it, but it's just it's that mental. It's, it's mental. that mental when they get on that floor and it's like, oh, this is not like the floor in the gym. Then they like kind of like, it's like that tense up. And it's like, no, you got it. You've been doing this. You got it. Let's go. Cheerleading is very huge. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, from, so girls come through. Oh, not even girls. College. I apologize. Just so athletes can come through here and really have a shot at college through. Yes, I yes. I feel. I feel like honestly, when it. I feel like honestly, when it comes to that piece, it's t it's touchy because it, it gets a it gets a little touchy. And I guess like when everything is new, it has its bouts that it goes through. And cheer is still in that kind of in that sector where we're growing and it's becoming more open it's still becoming more big i know people are like oh how much bigger can it get like when they really start to see it but think how many years it is before we even just got like the big netflix series and we start to get some stuff on youtube things that people watch that they can really say oh yeah they start to believe us like you know that cheer is a sport it's not enough they're not giving enough money for the sport they're not taking it serious like it's still so many people that believe that cheer is not a sport it's not important or whatever the case may be and they they're not giving enough scholarship money 
for a chair to me. Now a lot of a lot of them will go. They'll get book vouchers and stuff like that. You know, they'll give you a little money to come and cheer. And they, they don't get me wrong. There are some scholarships that will give you a full ride. Really, just depends on what schools they are, mm-hmm. how deep Definitely. they are into competitive, the competitive sector. You know, like when their teams go and they win championships constantly, and that school is like winning, winning, winning. But there's just not enough of that for me, okay. for me. And I, I do coach on the high school side. So one one thing you mentioned. Um, basically sponsorship right Right. it's not a lot of people dumping corporate money back into cheering so that's two questions for you one do y'all have sponsorship opportunities for people outside to help out and then two if you do or if you're looking for them obviously you can state that but do you also with that i guess sponsorship money have sponsorship programs within ecm um, for kids that again might have that dream to cheer but I might not have the resources we this whole program is built and based around that like there are athletes who want to be able to do this sport and parents that say you know competitive competitive cheer can be a car payment a month but here we do make it affordable we don't do it for a living we live to do it and we live to do it for what it does for our athletes none of us get paid to do it this gym they say where the gym owners the athletes own the gym um, and we do make sure that they can do it. We we fundraise, we get sponsorship, and thank you to Hard Rock because right. Hard, Rock, Hard Rock they Shout sponsored us. Hard Shout Rock. out to Hard Rock because yeah. they sponsored us. But in any type of way that you sponsor us, any type of help that you give, anything that you give to support us, we're appreciative to it. We haven't gotten that big sponsor that really comes and made that difference that makes you just like you know we are looking for it we are looking for it we are looking for it you sponsors out there we're going to rep your name put it on our back and we're going to wear it well make you proud we are looking for we are looking for sponsors we have great kids here and y'all be winning everywhere right we do we do so you got the jackets you know they they showing the jackets yes we just won absolutely we're going back for it winners need to be sponsored winners need to be sponsored yes we have national grand champions in here from nationals and we have the one grand champions in here this year for 2022. So they are doing an amazing job. They work hard, but we do keep it affordable. We're probably the, we're probably the cheapest program in Maryland. Yes. I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. Probably the cheapest yes, program in Maryland. We have a lot of kids who actually take care of themselves. They do. You yeah. know, they don't have that mom, dad, grandpa, uncle support. They go to work, they go to school, mm-hmm. and they want to do sports. But of course, you know, competitive sports cost yeah so sometimes you know us coaches we come out of our pockets we band together and then our parents help out so yes because you know that that even if that person has no talent like you said it's a village over it's a village so yes we help out because everybody should be able to come and get this experience all right serious question y'all okay how has creating and running ecm how's that tied you think into your life purpose into my life so initially um i always did but well, I, I always coached i always coached um sonia and i coached in woodlawn back she falcons. was oh gosh woodlawn falcons uh what god my daughter was like three when Sonia started coaching her and then the following year she goes um I need a new coach so you need to come I'm like oh okay yes so I coached for Woodlawn and then I was with Portia at Forest Park but I always did community outreach 
So I started a mentoring program called Favor Made. And then when we started up with ECM, it was like, all right, we're going to tie it all in together. So I felt like no matter how much I tried to get away with it, I was like, I do not have the money to keep doing all this stuff. No matter how much I tried to get away with it, it just wasn't happening. It was like, nope, pull it in. Let's go. We got these kids. This is going on. Let's make it happen. It's like, oh, all right. All right. I'm coming. <laughs> did it. So let's see. Okay. I'm a cheerleader in high school. It's nothing what I know now about cheerleading. And I was in the inner city, Paul Lawrence Dunbar, Dunbar, excuse me, high school. So we did, you know, the traditional stomp and shake. Well, not traditional. HBCU stomp and shake cheer. It was no competitive cheerleading. So uh, my daughter, I think she turned five. She wanted to do football. And I said, no, you gonna come over here and cheerlead. Um, so from there, I'm looking. I was like, OK, I think I want to coach. So I started. She quit every year. Well, I did. I did. It's, listen, this is stress. I, I quit every day. This is stressful. But I love these kids. They bring so much joy to me. Like, I've been in here since 8 this morning. Eight this morning. So I, I did um, Woodlawn Falcons. I was at Pikesville Wildcats. Um, back to Woodlawn Falcons. I was up at, I did not coach at Woodlawn High School, but I had passion and drive. I would bring coaches in, like, oh no, this coach gotta come help this school. Cause I was into my kids at that time, but I was still dabbing and dabbing and cheer. So that's when Porsche, oh goodness. So I'm at Porsche cause we coached for another team, not knowing that Porsche knew her. Yeah. <laughs> So we're uh, in her house and we're like oh, just talking about chairs. She was like, yeah, Amanda. I'm like, I know an Amanda. <laughs> she was talking about this, Amanda. <laughs> so ECM came about. We had went to a competition in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, we were with another team and we just didn't like the dynamic. We thought, you know, cheerleaders can be taught better and different and they need more development. They need mentoring oh, yeah. on and off the mat. It's not just about being in the gym. So when we were coming back from Florida, driving in separate cars. Shout out to LaKia. Yes. <laughs> we came up with a cheer name on a ride from Florida. Colors. We did. <laughs> and a purpose and a plan. Wow. 2018. And then set in Porsche's dining room. Rocking and rolling ever since. And so <laughs> what, I, what I'm hearing is y'all are not safe drivers. Y'all came up with a whole business <laughs> no, no, plan no, on the way back from Florida. <laughs> That's super dope. So y'all, you guys, different cars on the way up, figured out a game plan and just said, this is what we want to do. Yes, we started out on the rec level. And when COVID hit, gyms closing, kids wanted something to do. Portia here says, we have to get a gym. No, we don't. <laughs> I was like, who Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> well, we got to get a gym. Because the kids need it. They need, need their own space. They need their own space. And like, she was with me, purpose. tying it to like my, my life's purpose, it was like, I remember when I could have been headed down the wrong path. And being able to having to, you know, do my work at school so that I could participate in what I wanted to do, that was fine. It held me accountable. Then when I had to do other stuff, because like she said, I, I came in from Northern. I went to Northern High School in East Baltimore. <laughs> and I cheered there. And we did the stomp and shake too. And I didn't know about competitive cheer. But in order for me to do it, I had to do what I had to do. And then working, this paying this extra money to do other stuff, I had to 
put everything together. Like it helped me learn to adult. And that's what it does for the kids. Like they have to be held, like especially at the high school. I coach for Woodlaw High School right now. They have to be held accountable for everything that they do. When you fall, like when it's when it's homecoming time, they want to they want to do everything. They want to party. They want to hang out with their friends. They want to get the colors. What we doing is Spirit Week. They don't do their work. So now when they when their grades are falling behind, you have to talk to your teachers. You have to go back and make sure that you get everything together, or you have to keep it together the whole time that you're doing everything because you'll lose your eligibility and not be able to do what you're supposed to do. Sure, but just sure. being held accountable, I think it's the accountability yeah, so that they can grow, especially like our older athletes, like they pay for chair on their own. And we set up a program so that they're able to make their payments on Portal on their own, make sure everybody gets their card. It's the accountability for me that if you really want to do it, you got to work on it, you got to work for it. It's not going to come easy. That part, that's how it really ties. And like grabbing as many kids as we can, keeping them from being on the street, as many, stopping as many young parents, young teenagers oh, yes. from being pregnant and being out here just doing whatever, you know, and letting them know that they have family around them. It's like all those life things being tied into one thing like tying it to the life lessons for me gotcha. like reaching out there we got grab as many other men as we can mm -hmm. that's what's up that's the plan i'm the only one they <laughs> i'm the only one who did i like stomp and shake they would talk to me about stomp and shake i went to an hbcu <laughs> but i grew up in long island new york so I, stop and shake. I didn't know what that was until oh, I got to college. Baltimore and I always. It's own version of everything. <laughs> I always so, cheered. Wow. Right? <laughs> and when I got to college and I was like, oh, okay, that, uh, I'm going to join the dance team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go over here with them. <laughs> and I got here and I was with Porsche at Forest Park and she was like, yeah, because the gym, we doing the stuff. I was like, you want me to help you coach that? Like, but going back to the dance thing, right? <laughs> so there are many styles of cheerleading Gosh. you have your traditional sideline where they just rah 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 mm -hmm. I, that's what i call yes let's go team let's go then you have stomp and shake which is it's rhythmic you give them so a sample? You're, no. 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 <laughs> Not exactly. No samples. No samples. It's, it's rhythmic chair. Like, you have to keep your rhythm. You get some shakes. You get some dance mixed with chair, but it's still sharp motions. Yeah. It's still, like, well put together. And then it's a tone where you can hear. I know a lot of people be saying they sound like men, but they don't. And then it's like a chair unity. You can just understand everything that they're saying. And then across the board, there's chair unity between, like, all of the squads, all the HBCUs, all the sideline chairs, they all get together and can do certain chairs together. It's really, really, really dope. Yeah. And then you have all-star chair, and then you have stunting, which is now a competitive sport where you just do stunts. And that's building. I know how to stunt. Yes, that's building and tumbling. I can stunting. I can win that competition. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Okay. What's next? What's next for Extreme? So we're going into season four. So season four, we about to do more. We put more on the floor in season four. We, I'm going to be honest. And just a little bit. We about to pop off. Okay. We about to pop out. Right. We about, about to pop out. Pop, pop our lips. Yeah. <laughs> we about to pop our lips. We coming a lot harder this year. Like, um, all of our teams are full, actually. We, we just got to the point today. Registration, registration is, is closed. closed. Yeah, all of our teams are full. Um, the only team that we will have open and that registration won't open until January is our Stomp and Shake All-Stars. 
This will be the first year we do All-Star Stomp and Shake. So Stomp and Shake is coming in and with the All-Star sector. Oh, yeah. Loving that. Can't wait. That's just going to be amazing. And dance sector. And dance well. sector. So okay. shout out to Karma's Dance Factory because they're about to start doing competitive dance and they're also in our community. Okay. We kind of, we stay, you know, like tied to our... Karma, no karma. Oh, karma. Karma. Oh, karma. Karma. That over on Ingleside, I, over I, there. I, that, that. So yeah, we're about to do a lot. Like just okay. look out for us. We what we say we like the Drake. We about we trying to Drake everything. We're gonna do right and kill everything. We coming, okay. we coming, we coming harder and stronger this year. We definitely oh, are. We are, we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. We told, we told I'm just tell like, oh. we lit. We, we, we told lit. the kids this year. I said we gave y'all we gave y'all a little bit of a free pass when we first got back because COVID and so yeah, just coming that's back. a done deal this season. Yeah. There's no free passes. Y'all gonna like work ready, for man. everything. Because if we gotta work for it, y'all gonna work for it. We about to go all. All right, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you, social media tags, oh, all of that hey. stuff. Are we on IG Extreme Chin Magic? We're yeah. also we have a website www.extremechairmagic.org um, we're, right, we're right here at 2624 Lord Baltimore Drive Suite C, Wensamill, Maryland 21244 yeah, right here. Doors right. are always open unless it's after hours Oh, 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 but Tumbling is on Saturday, Saturdays and it is open to the public so um, keep an eye out for the schedule on online because as soon as we get that schedule all together now that we can we got everything etched in stone. Then you can get on there, come to drop-in classes. They're $10. You do have to pay a $40 membership fee, so you can be a member of the gym. And other than that, it's $10 every time you drop in as a member, and you can get those skills up. And all of our coaches are background check, red-lighted, and certified. Certified. Yes. Certified. Yes, yes, we got yes. the check. Everybody yes. got the check. Big green checks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, the most important question in the interview I got to ask, I ask all of my guests this. Favorite pair of tennis of all time? Oh, I, got, I gotta say that my favorite pair of sneaks is a one. I mean, you can't go wrong with a one. You can dress yeah, it up, you can dress it down, come in all different colors. It's a one, but you know, I have to tell you my second favorite is a 990 because I, I gotta, I, I gotta have, I gotta have a new balance, gotta have a new balance, gotta be a, a fresh gray pad, you know. But the ones, you can't go wrong with the ones. Definitely can't go wrong. Whatever's in my daughter's closet. <laughs> Everybody knows that I am sandals and not heels, but since COVID, I've been working from home, so. Yeah, my shoe game is getting up there. I got them new Tide Pod shoes, whatever they call The Tide Pod ones. The Tide Pod. They like Tide Pods. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, the squishy ones. <laughs> the Vapor Max. Oh. 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 The oh, oh with the bubble the on it. I like Tide Pod shoes. Like the things you put in the laundry mat. My bad. I was sitting here really. I was thinking like, what Tide Pod tennis shoes is out there? Amanda, can you wrap this up for us, please? <laughs> I'm going to tell you the God honest truth. I'm just starting to wear, you can ask, I'm just starting to wear sneakers. Oh, okay, okay. Give me some slides, some sandals or something, but Favorite I love me a slides. pair of Reebok Classics. Oh, I love me, I love me some Reebok Classics. <laughs> All right, I'm with it, I'm with it. I'm, 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 I'm nice and comfortable, I don't I'm care. I'll put my Reebok, right. give me. Give me the cut. I, I like the high top ones, the different color, the Crayola princess ones. Princess cut. Give me yes. I'm, <laughs> Some princess cut. Yeah, okay, listen, I'm not. You. I'm not Two doing. Stop and shake stop. My kids <laughs> look. My kids get all the they they the sneakerheads. I'm not. You can't go wrong with someone. Hey, guys. <laughs> you can't go wrong with the one. You cannot. I'm, 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 I'm definitely with the one. She said the you top always rock two swells from 13, <laughs> just depend on how, you know. 
But get you some ECM magic crocs. That's what you need to get, honestly. We are so glad they are out of focus. Oh, not now. It's a magic croc. You cannot go wrong with a magic croc. And with that, we're going to close this down, y'all. I appreciate all you guys yes, at Extreme Cheer Magic, man. I wish you guys nothing but the best success thank moving you. forward. I thank you for your time today. Yeah, no and thanks for being on today. It's Trip Talk Tech, y'all. Thank, thank you. you.